game. Or, hey, everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Two Nerds One Quest. I am your host and DMJC here with these three nerds because math is hard. That man pointing at me on the ones and twos, kind of bopping this morning, is one Tom M. Norman. Playing I'm walled in an ice cage of emotion. Oh goodness! Oh God! Aaron went very emo <laughs> suddenly. Which is really ironic, because you yeah. probably can't feel much of anything right now. I got Han Solo'd. Uh, Han Solo'd. <laughs> that other man joining us fresh off of eight hours of sleep and a vacation is one Ryan Crixus Kuka, wondering how the hell he's going to save his buddy right now. Yeah, Boomtown. I'm trying to figure this out. This is this has really been a mindfuck, so... <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> and of course, last but not least, the legend, the lore master, the limerick lyricist, the lazy dragon, Jeff Doc Williams. <laughs> Everything's funny right now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> At least Doc it is, right? <laughs> yeah, trying to trying to bring up Twitch, I might have screwed up my uh, connection, so. Yeah, you're a little choppy on this, and hopefully I sound good. Yeah, you sound no. fine. You, you might be you a little great. delayed. Okay. That is no, maybe anything not. out of the ordinary. <laughs> Jeff All right, well, delayed. if anything doesn't come <laughs> if anything doesn't come through on the recap, uh, you, you feel free to fill it in. <clears throat> so we, uh, we were in the test of endurance at the start of the last episode. Uh, it was snowy, the... the tribe of uh, barbarians was following an elk herd and we had to go along with them and strangely magic was not working it was a very cold ride and after eight hours or nine hours of riding along eventually it got to be the point where we had to try to see if we were how we were doing and some of us did well and others did less less well uh Crixus made it to the uh, sixth level of exhaustion before the end. Everybody else took some, uh, but we did make it to the end. Uh, when we got to the end, then we all came back to Oral's Fortress, and we took a nice nap in Valine's Magical Dome. Um, got up, and uh, Doc was bored and walking around, and uh, everybody kind of followed, went and take a look at the vault, and we decided that it was not worth going into the vault until people rested more. So it was a daytime nap while Doc was playing with the walrus. Um, and then we, we slowly worked our way through the vault into the, uh, the next room was a tablet room that had the, the tenets of oral on it. The next room had the codicil of white in it. So Doc snatched that up quickly and then the next door, after quite an effort getting it open, um, Aranon was offered the gift of Oral. Uh, unfortunately, it turned out he wasn't worthy, and he was turned to ice. And that is where we ended the last episode. So You wish you were standing like that. Oral... It'd be easier to get the bag of holding over your head. <laughs> yeah, I think you had your hands on your knees, or on your hips. On his hips. <laughs> he, he struck Super, out Superman power pose. pose. Power post. Uh, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> so we have so a limit. What, uh, what Oral has done is nefarious. Aranon's icy state is precarious. We gotta be smart so he won't break apart. But Doc thinks this is quite hilarious. <laughs> it's 
perfect. Nice. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So you stand there, um, Doc, um, and, and slowly watch. Speaking of thinking it's hilarious, watch your friend turn to ice in front of you. And it's quite funny. Uh, he was so confident in the moment, saying, yes, I, I, I accept, and then was blessed and turned to ice. Uh, Crixus, you kind of watched the same event, but from a very horrific state of mind, understanding that your friend may die here. This music this seems is accurate. This going to turn to Oral. Uh, oral or Valine? To Oral. Oral's not and in say, there. Oh, but oh. you're going to just yell out to her? Yeah, just... Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, um... And I'm gonna say... Undo this treachery! Uh, make a... Intimidation check. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to intimidate a god. <laughs> 19. Oh, oh, shit! I'm very convincing. Oh, since you said so, okay. <laughs> Your uh, request is actually met with silence. Mm. Alright. So then Crixus will turn to Valine. I Do you have any ideas? Maybe I, do, I don't. I mean, like, I, I, if he dies, I could bring him back, but he's just ice right now. Crixus mm. will try to cast Remove Curse, hope, hoping that this is a curse that he's experiencing. So I'll place my hands upon him and so you step um, in the room after him. Yeah. Okay, when you step in the room... Um, and I gotta find the... I, of course, it <laughs> you, wasn't... You are turned to ice. <laughs> no, the, the <laughs> voice... Um, uh, a voice rings out to you. And it... Oh, yeah, it rings out to you. It says, will you court death to receive my blessing? Unless your blessing is freeing my friend, I deny your quest. There's nothing. No response. Nothing. No magic. No, you aren't. Doc, you hear Crixus yell this out, but you didn't hear anything that led to this response. <laughs> um, Valine suddenly says, I got it. I, th I think I know. I think I know. I need the book, though. Who had the book? 
Um, I don't know that I want to give her the book. That's an interesting question. Can uh, can I flip through the book and just look to see what's in it? Mm-hmm. Now that I have something that I'm looking for. Yeah, you look, you look through the book. Um, the book itself um, is a... Let me open this up. I should have this open from the beginning. As, as you grab the book and you look at it, um, it's a tall, thin volume. Um, it's bound in white ermine fur over seasoned boards of white pine. It has a clasp block um, of tarnished silver. It's cold. When you grab it, it's cold. The book itself is very, very uh, cold. The fur is worn about the edges from use. Um, the 27 pages inside, it's not very large. The 27 pages of vellum are painted with a silver uh, gilt on the outer edges of the page. Um, and it's sewn together with a leather binding and strips of sinew. It's it's quite durable in, in holding it. Um, you don't feel as cold holding it, Doc. Um, actually, the holder has resistance to cold damage. Uh, start flipping through it, you see um, the, the very first page is a title page. It's got the snowflake of oral on it. Um, and as you go through, there's a bunch of like rituals and ceremonies that are listed in like the details can be a bit unsettling at times for some of these. Um, there is a page in there that uh, where there's a spell called out, uh, which is Frost Fingers. Um, and then. Uh, towards the end of the book there's an incantation or poem the last couple pages of it oh I found a poem it says there once was a maid from Yathrin who wore nothing more than a grin tempting I know but she had to go you don't want to know where she's been (laughs) (laughs) this seems unreasonable to you Says this, this poem would be in there. Valine says, "What? Let me see that." Right. And she holds her hand out for the book. All right, I'll give her the book. I'm trying to save the, save our friend. She's flipping through it, and she, you see her get to the page where it's got frost fingers, and she kind of nods and clocks where that is within the book, and then keeps flipping through it and she's no 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 she gets to the end of the book and she's like maybe I don't know that this will work properly from from my with my magic um Crixus here, read this. And um, she actually sends you. Now, let me do this. I'm going to send you a screenshot of what's actually printed in there, Ryan. Um, 
will come via text message to you. Yep. Um, let's see. All right, hot. So in the back of the book is this <clears throat> poem. I hope it's still the same phone number. I usually text you via Facebook Messenger. <laughs> yeah, there's no... I've had the same number for 30 Ages. years, maybe. Yeah. She tells you to read, the, read this poem, read this, and as you're reading it, reach out with your magic. Um, any any restorative Sorry. magic where you go for your cure wounds and stuff like that, read this and channel that magic into it. All right. Uh, Crixus. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, no. Crixus is going to start. He's going to lay his hand with the ring of warmth on to Aranon. And he's going to start with the incantation, um, you know, touching uh, every power that he has inside of his body. Let the world shiver with dread, clad in winter's whitest gown. Her snow enshrouds the dead. Her fury sheds but frozen tears as gray clouds issue forth. Her wind across the wasteland shears, bringing blizzards from the north. Ice-kissed flowers caught mid-bloom, beauty kept in all its grace. Summer's gone to its silent tomb, stilling her cold embrace. All the world in winter's white, sheathed in sleet and ice, set upon never-ending night, she conjures paradise. Behold her everlasting rhyme, see how it covers all. Weep not for those she traps in time behind her glacial wall. Sovereign of summer's lost, general of winter's war, long live the queen of frost and of cold and frost. May she reign forevermore. Is there anything you'd like to do, Darkwell? Crixus is reading this to try and assist with this. Um, laughing I don't think I have anything to assist. Yeah, laughing. <clears throat> I'll try to keep my giggles covered so that, you know, to not re- disrespect the process, but. Okay, make a wisdom it. saving throw, Doc, then. You don't you don't do very good at, at muffling your uh, muffling your um your laughs. Uh, you kind of you're chuckling through most of this. Um, Crixus, make a what amounts to a spell attack roll on Aranon. And 
any spell that you have that would have an attack roll on it. You go ahead and roll that attack roll. Nine. Nine. I'm going to use my inspiration if I feel like it's okay. important. Okay. Oh, God. Not better. <laughs> inspired, but not too inspired. Uh, let me see. Hey. Let me air it on. So take that. Take that. Air it on. The last thing you remember is accepting the voice in your head. And your consciousness went somewhere else. Somewhere dark. Um, no temperature, no feeling of anything. Your mind was just gone from your body. Similar to the tests when you would um, when you disappeared a couple of times in the tests and whatnot, a uh, very similar, there's no sound, there's no light, there's no temperature sensation of where you were. You are suddenly very cold and you can see through your eyes And you're in the room, standing with your hands on your hips, although you're stiff. You don't think you can move, necessarily. What do you want to try and do? Well, I am the bravest and the strongest and the best adventurer. So I will use my strength to bust out, just go... You, you, okay, so go ahead and make a strength roll. I'm good at these. Five. Five. Crixus, you think this failed. You're watching him. He's not changing back from being ice. He's sitting there. Doc, you're laughing at all of this because it's hilarious that you're friend turned into a snowman uh, <laughs> uh, Aranon you start pushing against the ice that is holding you and you slowly start moving the ice in front of you Crixus and Doc does not change back to, a, to flesh but starts moving And slowly, the joints loosen up. And Aranon, you are alive, maybe? But you look at your hand and it's ice. You are made of ice. <laughs> and Valine kind of looks at it and... He's become a simulacrum. Kazantite. He's a being made of ice. Now, Aaron, there's going to be some drawbacks to this. <laughs> ah, clearly. And we'll work. We'll work through what they are as we go. But you're <clears throat> you. But you're made of ice. As you move and kind of turn. 
and look at your friends. Can I talk? It's yeah, absolutely. You are you. <laughs> you um, amazing. Uh, not amazingly. I mean, it would make sense. Your madness of being the strongest, best, and smartest is no longer there. You've been cured of that. Death will do do something like that. <laughs> and you're mildly concerned about being made of ice. But, actually, you're panicking a bit inside, honestly. <laughs> you're not mildly concerned. You're very concerned you're made of ice. It's a little unsettling. You go from being the most confident to being, what the fuck's going on? I'm, I'm going to like look at my hands and kind of you can like, see through them. look around. <laughs> I'm going to go, fuck. Guy, yeah. Take the inspiration if you don't have it. I still have inspiration from last time. Okay. <laughs> pre-show. Oh yeah, because you got it right at the end. Actually, that was pre-show, like while the music was still playing, not even oh, on shit, on yeah. stream. Yeah. What we do in the shadows, Nandor. Watch yeah. It. Um, yeah, and so, I'm just. Valine's watching you in wonder and she just kind of like this he may be more fragile than before we need to be careful with him yikes Uh, make perception checks Crixus and Doc Nineteen. 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 Um, let me pull up. Give me one second. I'm pulling up a thing with some stuff. You, you pull um, up that thing with stuff in it. Her mm. roll is a ten. Um... Yeah, both of you notice. Uh, Valine is taking the book and is trying to subtly and quietly tuck it away in her pack. But her sleight of hand isn't the best. At least not a 13 or a 19. <laughs> so you both notice her tucking this away. Grixis is just paying attention to Aranon trying to figure out what can be done here. Okay, so, so you, I'm gonna. So you go, mark that go. she's actually putting it away and that she has the book, but you're yeah. more concerned about. Your I'll notice that, but that's that's a problem for another day. <clears throat> I'm uh, I'm gonna try. So he's completely ice. There's no Aaron on inside of the ice. Like no, he's an ice. He's monster. just he's just ice. He's made of ice. He's Aranon, but made of ice. His facial features all look like Aranon. His clothing all looks like the clothing he was wearing. The magical items that he was carrying are still magical items. Those have not turned to ice. So the bag of holding and stuff. So you can see all the stuff that he was carrying on him that was magical. <laughs> Rixus is just trying to mindfuck what happens if he puts the Ring of Warmth on Aranon. Is that going to melt him? Uh, <laughs> make an arcana check. 
I mean, it's worth a try, right? So what if I so lose your finger arm? falls off? <clears throat> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. You think it might? You think you you're not confident enough to go and do it? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't. I'm not trying to frost you, the snowman here, and end up with a puddle of air now. Um, Frosty the Snowman, <laughs> or a puddle of Aranon, either one <laughs> works. I've got no, I've got nothing else. I do have a potion of vitality, but that only cures disease. I don't think this is a disease, and I have, um, I I'm gonna try to remove curse just to see if that does actually work. So I'm gonna cast the spell. Okay. While um, touching Aaron on. You, you put your hand on him, you try and remove curse, it doesn't do anything to him. Um Aaronon, you can move. You, you you can you start walking around, you get it's a little awkward at first because like <laughs> things don't feel the same. You're you're relying on pressure more than actual yeah. touch sensation. Um, picture, picture me like stretching, like doing really weird calisthenics, like, te- like yeah. deep knee lunges, like picture you, you see friends with Joey where he's wearing like 12 pairs of Chandler's sweatpants and he starts doing deep knee lunges. Yep. That's yeah. Aaron's doing all kinds of weird calisthenics in front of you guys right now. Sorry. What was the, um, perception check for before I missed, uh, my connection wasn't great. Valine was tucking the book away. She took the codicil and was putting it in her bag. Did you react to that at all? Or are you still laughing? Uh, I don't probably care at this point. Yeah. We still have the orb, so she's not going she's not going anywhere. <laughs> so what would you guys like to do? Freak out. Um, freak out. Um, freak out. I look at Aranon and and say, "How comfortable are you leaving this place?" Other than the weird sensation of touch being like just pressure based, you feel fairly normal. The cold doesn't bother you now. I, I, I don't know. I mean. I can't live here forever? Question mark. Um. What? I I guess let's. I don't I don't know. Maybe Oral can change me back. I mean, I definitely want to stay away from fire. I guess. This will present several challenges. I, I don't feel cold anymore. That's a plus. <laughs> I, I guess we... I guess we just continue. And I, I guess I'm, we do. I, I mean, I'm just going to shrug and start walking out. Like, I don't, I don't know. Start so, walking out. Oh. And, yeah. Aaron Aaron is not uh, is, is, does not have madness anymore. Did you say? Correct. 
Mm. If anything, he's a little scared about what's going on with him. <laughs> Seems to have lost the arrogance and overconfidence now and is actually back to <clears throat> the arrogant self he was with a slight worry behind his tone. <laughs> As you walk out, the, the walrus looks at you like he's going, he's mid wee he turns and looks at you he's like oh not good not good it's <laughs> <laughs> the wall <laughs> he kind of comes padding over to you he's like what did you do <laughs> uh I'm trapped in an ice case of emotion it looks like you're just ice are you in there <laughs> uh like you can see through my entire body right well I'm wearing yeah. clothes like, you look like an ice sculpture. A moving ice sculpture is what you look like. The only things that you can't, that don't look like ice, are the magical items. Hmm. So, while like while your scabbard and everything, and all all your stuff, anything that isn't a plus one weapon, um, all that stuff turned to ice. But like your bag of holding and the dragon slayer sword and all that um, is, or your plus one weapons, all that stuff you can still see. But everything else turned like clear ice. Walrus, your, your crystalline wonder. Have you seen this before? Do you know what this is? Nope. Well, you're no help. Yep. <laughs> I'd be careful though. You look breakable. Yeah, thanks for thanks for the heads up. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna walk out. I'm gonna <clears throat> start heading for the stairs. I heading for the stairs. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Doc Crixus, you follow Aaron. Um, can I can I apologize to the walrus for throwing a crowbar at him and tell him it was I was just frustrated at the door. It wasn't your fault. No, oh, it's okay. It just bounced off of me. And I'll uh, shake his shake his flipper, and then uh, wish him good luck and follow Aaron on. Crixus. Yeah, I'm just gonna engage in conversation with Valine, and say, I'm gonna need you to look through that book yet again, and see if you can find anything to help us out of this predicament. I can do that. I suggest we leave here. Um, we got what we came for. We could head towards the Rega Glacier now. Maybe find something in Yathrin that might restore our friend to him. There's another option as well. All right. I'm sorry. I'm going to break story here for a second. This is too funny. Elkman yeah. says you guys need to shave off some ice for a snow cone. What do, you, what do you think? Shave off about two good inches? I mean... The question is, where do you shave it from? Shave it off my ass. <laughs> I mean, like, we could make you literally a model human at this point, or elf. Just, good point. just shave abs into your... <laughs> if you, it's the ultimate... <laughs> There's a lot of couple dimples. Yep. Be adorable. Yeah, I guess. 
No All more right. love. Do you want a sex change? <laughs> no. No. I'm good. So. And on um, that note. Yeah, right. So you guys slowly work your way up the stairs as you start getting up. You get up the first step, and these steps, remember, are seven feet, eight feet tall. And you're helping each other up the steps as you work your way up the steps. As you get up on that first step, Walrus is like, bye, guys. And he kind of leans on the one side and flips the flipper like they do at SeaWorld. Kind of waving at you guys. <laughs> Shall see you again, our my friend. Oh, I should you hope should so. You guys were much fun. <laughs> I will never want to see him again. <laughs> Me either, says <laughs> Colleen. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. So you guys right. make your way up the stairs to G6. Um, looking around as you come up, you see the Mephits sitting around the ring perched, just kind of watching you. And Valene gets up the stairs and she walks out of G6 straight down the hall. She's headed towards the front door. Hey, um, wait, do we want to check I'll, out the rest of this place? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pull Crixus aside then when he comes up the stairs and uh, ask him if he thinks it's safe for Aranon to leave this island. Like, there's, you know, a lot of stuff outside of this island that could damage him or destroy him or melt him. There's no question there are treacherous pitfalls. I just wonder if there's anything in this castle that can help us. I I might agree with Valine that perhaps our best opportunity is to go to a place filled with more powerful magics than in this castle. <clears throat> or to find oral uh, well I think I mean this is oral's castle wasn't the the whale was afraid of her uh her rock flying around so and the rock breathed fire you know better than I do. <laughs> I wouldn't think so, especially not That's Oral's a big rock. Fucking bird. I just don't want a one hit kill on Aranon. Um Do we even think the whale's still waiting for us? It's been a number of days. Oh he, said he I, would be. He would be waiting for us. Um While they're talking, I'm gonna head into G five and uh Okay. I'm going to look at the stairs to go up. Yep, they are similar. Listen to see if I hear anything. Uh, make a perception check. Nineteen. <clears throat> you do. You hear the sound of like claws. Um tapping ice almost like foot footsteps coming from above hmm
I'm going to just kind of shout that out to Crixus and Doc and just say, hey. If like, you're going to yell? What's that? You're going to yell? Oh, no, I take that back. I would not yell because that would okay. alert whatever's upstairs. I'm going to go back to the group and, and just kind of let them know about the sounds upstairs and that there is something up there. Um, Crixus is going to call out to Baleen <clears throat> while Aranon's running towards us. Yep. And say, she... we're, we're headed up the castle, Baleen, not out of it. She looks, you can tell she's thinking. All right. Very well. Cautiously, though. Um, Does anybody so have you... any bubble wrap? Bubble wrap's not quiet. No, but uh, I'm cautious. In case you I'm... fall? In case I bubble wrap Aeronaut in case he falls? <clears throat> I mean, we might have additional clothing or warm weather gear that we could put over you, but I'm not sure if that'll help or keep you me. cold well no because you're cold on the inside you'd be like a little ice box i suppose can't even fathom can start. Right. um <laughs> oh, i was just gonna say you could store your meat in his pants <laughs> <laughs> i figured when i laughed i needed to actually say what i was <laughs> Said he could be like a little ice box. All your perishables just going in his pants to keep him cold. Uh, JC broke himself. <laughs> I did, I did, I truly did. <laughs> That's funny stuff. Oh, so you approach these stairs. Are you heading up them? Yeah, I'm gonna slowly start climbing and uh just cautiously kind of peering around. Yeah, it looks like, does it spin? Like, is that a spinny stair? Because I'd be, like, looking to see. It, turn, it turns just a little bit, but comes out on the next level fairly straight, pointed south. Um, but I guess I'd try to catch Aaron on. I know he's the sneakiest, uh, probably, of us. But maybe he's not the best to go first right now? Aaron on, should one of us go ahead of you? Uh, I mean, that's probably not the worst idea. Yeah, why don't you, why don't you go first? All right. Doc will move ahead of Aaron. Okay. All right, so Doc, you climb these stairs and... You're being the leader. Um, you hear the same like clicking of claws on ice that Aranon heard about halfway up the stairs. All right, I would probably try to be stealthy. 
Um, make a stealth check. Okay, 13. Okay. Um, you, you think you're being pretty stealthy. Um, you come up the stairs and uh, there there's a small room up there with a uh, throne sitting on it and a door to the north. <laughs> That leads into um, G8. So you're in G7, coming up from the, the stairs. Okay. And when I when I get up to that level, if we can, kind of depending on if the picture is representative, I would kind of peek my head up over the top and not necessarily completely enter the room right away. Yep. You peek your head up and you you hear the clicking is louder, but it seems to be coming from the opening in the north wall of this room. Okay. I'll, I'll usher everybody up behind me and kind of fill the room in that in that corner. Okay. So you guys all come up into the room. You can all hear the, the clicking of the ice. Come on, stay ice. behind us. The villain kind of nods. Yes, Aaron, stay back. All right. Uh, can I stealthily peek my head around the corner? <laughs> sure. Sure. Inspector Gadget. You, know, you don't need to make another stealth roll. Your work in this situation. Peeking your head around the corner. Turned around facing away from you is a seven-foot-tall biped um, with what you thought were claws. Are, are, there's these cloven hooves on this creature. And there's a grayish-white like fur covering... The body from the neck down. Um, there's a pair of curved goat horns that you can see from the back of the head, and um, a cloak and a cowl that is not pulled up. It's down over the shoulders right now, made of pristine white snow. Um, and as you're looking it suddenly turns and you can see the clawed hands almost like bird claws as this owl head with dark eyes turns and looks right at you and just contemplates you for a minute i'm gonna call from behind really quietly doc what do you see <laughs> make a religion check doc This is going to be overly hard because you've done some studying of this at this point in various places. 
So, does this look like anything that the doc has ever seen before, heard of, or... Well, that's... I'd make a religion check. Oh, you're all choppy right now. Mm-hmm. Do 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 do, I think my connection sounds better now. Okay, I need you to make a religion check. You were asking if this looks familiar okay. to you at all. Fourteen. Yeah, you know this form very well. This is Arl, the Frost Maiden, that's staring at you. Hmm. And she obviously knows I'm there. Mm-hmm. Then I guess I'm gonna uh, I'll stand full uh, full in the doorway and say hi and kind of chuckle. And that just say hi and kind of laugh. <laughs> I'm going to poke Valene, who is in front of me, right? Because it goes, I'm assuming it's Doc, Crixus, Valene, me. Yep. I'm going to poke her and be like, what's going on? <laughs> she she kind of shrugs and looks at Doc, who stands out and says hi and starts kind of chuckling to himself. I'm, I'm going to say, fuck this, and I'm going to just walk around. I'm going to go join Doc. Walking around behind Doc, you turn and stare and see Oral. And she just observes you coming around the corner. Would I know it is? Uh, I think Doc would honestly tell you in, through his laughing. <laughs> kind of like, <clears throat> wouldn't you, Doc? Thinking it's, yeah. it's funny. Oh, my God. There she is. <laughs> that's, that's her. Yeah. yeah, this is who you were talking. We got to find her. We found her. Wait. Hey, uh... Wait, can wait. you uh wait 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 can wait, you wait. fix my friend here? <laughs> <clears throat> wait, wait, wait. Just... This is oral? It's a great question. She steps she's kinda hunched and she looks a bit like a like a old crone as in her movements and stuff. And she turns to face you fully and stands up to her full height and the cloak st- fans out into like wings like you know how a bird will sometimes turn around and just flap flap its wings to like create air within the feathers she does that she doesn't say anything but she turns stands to her full height and flaps wings suddenly like like she is um just stretching or moving herself and uh, it looks fairly intimidating to do so and then she kind of turns her head unnaturally almost upside down to look, observe you guys and doesn't say anything. Horrifying. So uh, I guess Doc would be like, what are we supposed to do now? To the guys. And Valine. I I'm going to take a step forward and say, Oral, we need to have a talk. She takes 
two steps forward slowly, stretches her hands out in front of her, flexing these claws that are like six inches long. And as slowly just you hear the clomp of the cloven hoofs come at you, her head kind of rights itself and then twists the other way as she's approaching you guys. I don't know if this is good or not. <laughs> Seems horrible. Without looking without looking too threatening, Doc's going to be readying a defensive posture. Valine looks I... at you taking a defensive posture and says, no, no, and grabs the back of you and said, we need to go, and like grabs you and pulls you. Do you go willingly? Say that one more time. Valine says no. When you take a defensive posture, she says no, no, we need to go, and grabs your back and like pulls, grabs like the back of your armor and starts pulling on you to pull you away towards the stairs. Um, is it, is it and still like in front of me yep I think her, I'll hold ground her um okay give me a strength check to fight um Valine. strength saving throw I should say oh so add uh, add three more to that is still only at seven well, she only rolled a three to pull on you. <laughs> so you were able to resist her. The Oral's hoof steps are picking up pace. She's probably 40 feet from you guys right now. Uh, Crixus, she seems to be advancing. Um, she doesn't seem friendly. I will tell you that right now. You don't need an inside check to see this. Aranon as well. Valine seems to be wanting to get out of there. Oh, man. Um... <clears throat> Akirsis is, is going to yell out. Um... Aranon. Let her know that you took her deal and you need her help. Oh, good call. I'm going to hold up both of my hands and say, Oral, I accepted your, what was it, John? Like, blessing or? Blessing, yeah. I accepted your blessing and I need your help. In your head, no one else hears this, but Aaron, in your head, you hear three words in a old angry feminine voice it says you're not worthy I am going to yell run away like the Monty Python and run like run away run away and I'm going to turn and start running okay so you turn and start running let's Put us in initiative now, because things are going to happen. So I need initiative rolls from you guys. Fourteen. Yeah, you're not wrong, plant. The holy hand grenade of Antioch should have been in my arsenal. Fourteen for Aaron. 
Yeah. 17. Eight. 17 for Crixus. Correct. For those of you who just entered chat, um, I am 100% for... ice right now. I am see-through ice. He's essentially a simulacrum. He's a, a being made of ice. The only things that aren't ice on him are the magic items that he was carrying. Um, you had an eight, you said, Doc? Yep. I need balloons here. Um, Balloon is... Uh, what was her modifier? It's nice she's like right next to Arl in the... All right, so Crixus, you are up first. And she is Advancing. closing fast. Yep, she's about 30 feet from you right now. Closing fast, threatening. Um, Aaron, I just said, out, let's go, scram. Like, he gave up any thought of talking with her, apparently, very quickly. You don't know why, though. I don't know that Crixus gets that message, so I am going to second level guiding bolt in between Oral's eyes. Okay. Glad I didn't go first. Guiding bolt is a spell attack. Yep. It is mm -hmm. spell attack twenty three to hit. Twenty three does hit her. Nineteen damage. Holy Radiant. cow! Wow, that's um, awesome. Nineteen. Holy cow! That would probably be a really good time to rage, Doc. <laughs> um, nineteen. I can rage on his turn. Yeah. So, we'll see if I get a turn. Um. So then, is there anything else you would like to do? Crixus. Um, <clears throat> Crixus is going to bang his shield on the ground and say, and, and scream out, if this is the source of the curse, we must deal with this as the source and destroy it. Right. So, Next up is Oral. And she rolls up oh. right up to you, Crixus, being the one that cast the guiding bolt on her, and she proceeds Did, to go with she her. Was, was Crixus up there or was he behind us? No, he he was up there. He came around the corner, I thought. He's, I'm the only I mean, one that wasn't running away at this point. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. You even if he didn't, he stepped forward to see what it was. Mm-hmm. And stepped in front of everyone with his movement to get in range to cast this. Um, she comes forward and attacks you twice with her talons that she has bared. She swings these talons at you. Um, a s 13 hit? Nope. No, it does not. And then a... Uh, that should hit a 22. Yes. 
That hits. So then we got a. We need battle music. Yes, yeah, we do. <laughs> so that ends up being, let's see, six piercing damage plus a d6 of cold damage. Total of ten damage. Six of, or All four right, of it. I am cold. resistant to cold. Okay, so then half that to two. So a total of eight. Eight total. Eight total damage. Um. Uh, then it is Aranon's go. Aranon, you turn to book away from Oral, and Crixus stepped forward and launched magic at her, and she came at him and swung at him twice. Uh, missed him once entirely, and then caught him with a claw. Alright, well, I would, uh... I would not let Crixus down... So I would turn back around, approach, and short sword uh, with my short sword. Okay, is your short sword plus one? Yeah? Yep. Okay. Uh, 18. 18 hits. Well, with the guiding bolts, you'd have advantage on that attack. Yeah. Oh, all right. Get the nat 20. Come on, get the nat 20. <sighs> Almost 27. Oh, damn. <laughs> That was uh, yeah. I rolled a nineteen on that. Aww. Uh, f- for six damage plus sneak attack. Uh, eight for sneak attack. Okay. And then I'm going to do. Uh, for bonus action, I'm going to do. Uh, fury flurry of blows. Oh, okay. Which is... Two unarmed strikes. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, that's what I was looking for. I think it's two unarmed strikes, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't increase with levels. It doesn't look like. like no, I know but you are made of... You're made of ice, so maybe it does more damage or less. I don't know. You weigh more. Yeah. 21 to hit. Um, let's see. Uh, Crixus, go back in your rolls. How much damage was was all of that damage radiant? Uh, yeah, it's all guiding bolt damage. So that's all. So it was 19, 19. Yeah, it takes uh, 5d6 radiant damage. Okay, so it's all radiant. So let me do this. It was originally 19. Okay. Um, So you go forward. Uh, Yes, your your fist hit. What did you have? You said? 21. Yes, that hits. So that's eight damage. Okay. My second blow. Eighteen to hit. Yes. For seven damage. 
Nice. That worked out well. Yeah. Yes, it did work out very well. Uh, let's see. That was your movement to approach her. Movement to approach, attack, and bonus, bonus action. Okay. Um, Valine, who thinks you guys are a slight bit foolish attacking a god, <laughs> is going to turn and... Airpoint. He's not wrong. Um, She's her decision gonna... right now is going to uh, establish her her uh, place in the pecking order of our little band. <laughs> uh, she, she runs. She, she's... <laughs> she's going to the top of the stairs and she's going to turn from the top of the stairs and uh, launch magic missiles at her through her wand. Um, so that is ends up being... Um, Wand of Magic Missile is so cool. It, it is. It's very, very fun. Um, so that is going to be... How many charges does she want to pull into this? She's just going to shoot the three. She's just going to do the three. She'll do it at level one. It's a grand total of... Nine plus three, so twelve damage from magic missile uh, to Oral is Valine's. Um, so that brings that to. All right, she so she moved to the top of the stairs. She launched magic missile at him, and she seems like she's kind of waiting for you guys to run. In fact, she actually beckons you. She, she actually calls you guys fools for fighting a god. She's, Fools, run! Um, that moves us to Doc. This whole situation seems pretty funny. Well, uh, Doc's number one. He's not going to leave friends behind, and number two, he's not going to um, let them have all the fun. So, give me, give me one second because uh, Arl's going to actually do something here at the end of Valine's turn because she can. Um, okay. She she is going to. Cast a. Oh no, it's not a spell, it's an action. Um, actually, it is a spell. Cast a spell targeting Aranon. And completely misses him <laughs> with a nat one. A, a The sudden blast of. Like she swings her hand and her, her hand with the claws in it as she reaches back it brightens up in this bright ball of swirling light and snow and ice and she swings at him and in the last moment just misses over the shoulder and that magic fades from her hand uh, Doc it's your turn alright uh, definitely going to rage And then uh, commence attacking. Okay. Does a 24 hit? Yes, it does. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's this. Oh, I'm going to 
re-roll that because it's a two. I hope it's not up. Oh, still a two. Uh, so let's see. It's five plus my um, plus two rage damage. So seven damage for the first hit. Okay. Second attack. Uh, 21 to hit. Yep, 21 hits. That's a little better. Uh, so 14 damage. Okay. And, you know, this is a god. I think it's time to action surge. Might be a good idea. I approve of all these choices. Uh, nine, 19 to hit. Wow. Yep. Doc is We're going good. We're going good. Uh, eight damage. Eight. Excellent. And the last one is uh, 15 to hit. Yep, 15 hits. Ooh. Ooh, good, good, good. Make it a good one. That one spun for a while. Ooh, nice. Uh, 15 damage. 15 damage. And... He's just going to be like, what's the plan here, guys? At the end of your turn in and retaliation, she swings back at you with a 12 to hit? No. You didn't reckless in there anywhere, did you? I completely forgot, but I probably should have. might have got a crit in there, but no, no I did didn't. not. You did not, so she doesn't get advantage here, and she misses you. As she swings back with a legendary action with her talents. Uh, Crixus, we're back to you. Um, and so Crixus is going to try to inspire the team and just say, This was the goal. Stop Oral from creating this everlasting night. And then, uh, mostly to convince himself to keep fighting and, um, let's see, now I'm in melee range, correct? Mm-hmm. So, I am going to just swing with my hand axe. All right. Eighteen to hit. Yes, eighteen hits. And eight damage. Alright. When you hit her, you swing up and you hit, and you actually catch one of the horns at her head. And it shears off and it hits the ground. And when it hits the ground, it slushes out into, you know how you take a big, like a, a big wet snowball and you throw it on the ground and kind of go, or a piece of, it does that. And she cocks her head to the side and the other horn falls off and hits the ground and slushes and she slowly starts, the beak falls off of her and the eyes and everything slowly, bit by bit, the wing falls off the back, the claw arm falls off and hits the ground and slushes out. And slowly, an entire body seems to melt and collapse into a pile of slush at all of your feet. There's a swirling 
magic essence like a dust storm of snow that swirls and pushes back further into the room where she came from about 60 feet away and as it gets to a certain point you notice that it starts building and you see feet feminine feet in high um, high not high heeled but not stiletto heeled but heeled boots made of ice very similar to what Aranon looks like right now as this elegant gorgeous humanoid figure fills in in ice three feet taller than the owl form she had as the head forms the eyes suddenly flash with a burning cold blue light and the magic kind of settles down around her like almost like a cape settling down and there are blades of ice suddenly that protrude from her body in long odd angles that occasionally break off and fall to the ground she takes two steps forward towards you and another and each step she takes these the long icicle blades that are growing off of her that grow too long fall and hit the ground and shatter and the sharp sound of ice breaking and cracking echoes throughout the chamber as she moves towards you violently almost against her form itself and we're going to stop right there before we enter phase two of this fight is T-1000 us? Uh, kind of, yeah. She has another That's form, awesome. so... <laughs> we'll pick up next week. It, again, it's early, but to go into the second form of the fight, it seems like a good stopping spot. So I she's like just yes. female super shredder. Yeah, kind <laughs> of, yeah, with these blades of ice that continually are protruding uh-huh. from her and falling off and breaking and She's she's moving Kurt, her. Curtis, were you uh, were you done with your turn? Had you you had an action, but I don't know. Did you have a bonus action you were gonna use? No. Okay. No, I'm. I mean, I was just gonna, you know, probably say something else to Aaron on, like, you know, to spur him on. But you guys went through her first form like a fucking meat cleaver. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, awesome. yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't get the uh, action surge back, so I wasted the good surprise on you. <laughs> now there's a harder one. Well, I have one more flurry of flurry of blows. Awesome. Yeah. Was yeah. um. Meeting up on the second form. This will be fun. (laughs) Oh boy. I mean, we could probably run now if we really wanted to, right? Oh, but we're so close. (laughs) And none of us took any damage. Did did Aranon's levels of exhaustion also go away when he turned to ice? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah, you can take your exhaustion away. 
I think it was just uh, Crixus has one then, I think. If I'm yeah. remembering correctly. True. <sighs> All right. That was good. That's... <laughs> I I, I, hate, I hate cutting them 15 minutes short because we're only an hour and a half long, but and this seems like it. a very appropriate oh, spot to stop yeah. it because this uh, this next part of it could go for another half hour, mm-hmm. it seems. Assuming we actually survive. Yeah. Looking good so far, team. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, I'm actually you know, yeah. shocked that none of us took any damage. I oh, think. I took some damage. Well, oh, there, and there was opportunities for damage to be taken. Mm-hmm. She just missed mm-hmm. her claws. She missed her spell attack against um, Aranon. That melee mm-hmm. spell attack that would have been. Where was that? Had that connected? That would have been three d eight cold damage, which I probably would have halved because of your form currently. Mm. Yeah, and I would have uncanny dodged the other half. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it to a quarter. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Hey, are, well, next time. We have an Aaron on. Um, we'll, I'll figure it. I'm going to give you a couple of things. One of them is you're um, resistant to cold damage. So, uh, But there will be a couple other things that I'll throw in until you can get your form fully corrected. Yeah, you you may be uh, while resistant to cold. You might be uh, susceptible to a few other things, like vulnerable to fire damage. <laughs> Makes sense. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Crixus, when you were this, talking about we, putting that ring of warmth on his finger, I'm like, yeah, if you do this, his finger's just gonna fall off. That's exactly. I mean, that's the thought process there, right? You you bring him to room temperature, and he's a puddle. So yep. Yeah, he's Wait, literally frosty we, the snowman right now. <laughs> but can we add if we if we put water on him and can we add to him? You know, like we could give him some big muscles. Uh, that that's an interesting concept. Maybe something you should explore next time. If we live, I was talking about chiseling out abs on him. Who knows? It may work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have some weird droopy drippy muscles because you guys keep throwing water on my arms, and I'm gonna look like a deformed bodybuilder yeah nice all right all right thanks everybody for popping in we are two nerds one quest every sunday morning 8 30 a.m central time you can get all of our links at bit.ly slash our fun discord um that'll get you access to our discord all of our links are there our twitter links our our patreon link um patreon.com slash two nerds one quest if you are so inclined one dollar a month gets you the unedited podcast pre-show post show uh however many times you do it a month four times a month generally unless we miss a day um so do that uh share the show with other people let other people know give us some ratings wherever you get your podcast from if you get this in podcast form or if you happen to know where a podcast lives go knock on a store say hey these guys are good give us a rating yeah do it I dare you. I double dare you. And if we get some good ratings and some good, uh, good, some some good reviews, we'll read them on the show. Even the bad ones, we'll read the bad ones on the show too, because those tend to be fun. <laughs> so for me, for the Lazy Dragon, for Crixus, 
And for Oral, the DM. We'll catch you next week. You are not worthy! Run away! Run away.